Good morning, Thomas. This is Brenda out of Austin. Thank you so much for just giving an analogy of how it's sitting as above, so below. And today, how you said that let us look at as above. Um, That's what I'm doing. If I can keep my hands clean and a pure heart, and that's what I ask myself is, can I look in the mirror today? Can I look in my mirror and say, I'm living to the highest timeline? It doesn't mean that things aren't wonky around me. It doesn't mean that my family's not still messed up. It doesn't mean that, you know, there's a situation where I am leaving my office and working from home. But I can tell you today, I can stand in. My hands are clean and my heart is pure. And so today and yesterday's podcast and Level Up Sunday, I can tell you that I'm watching it. I want to see, there's a day I know I'm going to see something. And I'm going to go, oh my, oh my, the ship has turned. And so I just want to thank you, thank everyone out there in the collective that's in this group, because it is making a difference for this single lady in her late 50s who didn't even know that she could navigate life coming out of the situation I came out of. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. And I have to come on here and follow that. (laughs) It was not immediate as you are hearing it in this playtime. It took a while before I could queue up and come back in here. Brenda, thank you so much. You captured the heartbeat of what we're trying to do here. You know, one thing about astrology, because of the nature of it, and because it's actually ruled by an air sign and an air planet, Aquarius and Uranus, it can be heady. When astrologers get together for conferences, they are lectures. Boy, that's an air sign description, isn't it? And a big part of astrology is always learning, which is very mercurial, very third house and fifth house, and even ninth house. And there are some amazing things that you can learn and do with this craft that are more head or slash ego oriented. But at the end of the day, it's the evolutionary path, like what Steve Forrest and Ray Merriman, and several others who have pioneered that type of application of this to the soul. And Brenda, I appreciate what you said so much, because this chart here can give us a path through whatever comes up in our lives. At least we know, just like she said, that we are on our plumb line. We're following the rhythm of our soul, the backbeat that then shows up in our daily life. And that's the best part of doing this. Now, let's move on to today, as difficult as it is for me, I'll tell you what. Oh, wow, thank you. Um, But let's talk about Mars and the South Node of the Moon, because they have a little appointment in destiny today. At just six minutes after noon Eastern time, they are kissing on the lips in astrology conferences and lectures. They call it a conjunction or conjoining. We'll keep it light. It's a good image. There's a conjunction. (laughs) We've talked about this the last couple of days. I don't think we need to squeeze any more juice out of this lemon. It was there in 1987. Okay, market is trying to be grumpy. Circuit breakers weren't there then. They are now. Where do we see a positive side of this? Well, obviously, you could grab a hold of some issue that was in the past, in the karma of your soul, and really go to work on it. In fact, Brenda's call is an example of the high timeline side of this aspect. I'm climbing out. I'm moving up. I'm doing the work. I'm seeing the results. The shift is happening. 
Old things are falling away and new things are becoming new and I am doing it when I never thought I could. That's Mars activating the south node of the moon, cleansing that karma and removing it forever. And yes, if things are crashing around you, well, just realize that doesn't have to be you. You choose. Now, I mentioned earlier the term backbeat or rhythm, and I'm really loving that. I had mentioned a while back that I listened over the New Year's holiday to the memoirs, audiobooks from Roseanne Cash and John Carter Cash, of course, two kids of Johnny Cash. It was an era that I grew up in, and I wanted to hear what they had to say. It was kind of dark as far as just the energy was really flat. It did affect me for a while. But then I stumbled across a song that's on YouTube. It's Roseanne Cash singing Tennessee Flat Top Box, and it's labeled 2003, real easy to find. And it was at Johnny Cash's Ryman Memorial that was televised, and that was the big country music honoring of his life. She did a beautiful job tributizing him for a couple of minutes before the song, and she said that one day he leaned into her door in her bedroom and said, What are you reading? And she said, It's a book on astrology. (laughs) She said, I'll bet you don't believe in that, do you? He said, No, but I think you should learn everything you can about it. Well, if we'd had the Fun Astrology 101 course back then, she could have jumped in there and cut cut the learning curve short. But she said that pivoted her whole perspective on parenting. You'll have to listen to the clip if you're interested in it. But she said that the backbeat and the rhythm of the paradoxes of Johnny Cash's life is what drove him. And then played the Tennessee flat top box, which is that old Johnny Cash, Luther Perkins sound, chatunk, 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 the rhythm. And that's what we have in the chart is the rhythm, the backbeat of our soul expressing itself through the chart. This went longer than I thought, but it was so worth setting things up the way we did. There is one thing I'd like to take a look at, and we'll do it tomorrow. Pluto turning direct, which is on October 10th, and then four days later, the eclipse. And there's a money theme to both of these. So where we were talking about the aspect of Mars and the south node of the moon in that yod and then sextile to Venus, go figure that we've had this that we talked about yesterday, the last couple of days. Could this be the stage set for the eclipse? And then both Pluto going direct happens in the eighth house of other people's money. And then the lunar eclipse on the 28th is in the second eighth axis of money. So I think we have some work to do around this. And we'll, again, as these days unfold between now and then, we'll continue to just snip away at it. Love you guys. Stay on your highest timeline. I'll see you back tomorrow. Thanks, Brenda. 